What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. What's up, Ronis? How'd your draft go last night? Uh, I went pretty good. Pretty happy with the results. You know, I don't do many 12 teams, so 12 teams is just so different. Um, and you do have to treat it different, too, on the waiver wire. So um, I did get Bobby Witt. We talked about that. I got him in round five. Uh, pick 11 in round five. Um, and I got my first share of Seiya Suzuki. That'll happen oh. this year. Round, round 13. I thought that was a pretty good price. Did get a couple Yankees, unfortunately. But uh, again, I'm all about winning, so... But uh, overall, definitely like it. But, you know, you, you just got to manage the hell out of the 12-team leagues. And the one thing I've learned, too, is you really have to churn the back end of your roster. Like this, you can't be like, oh, I drafted this guy and I'm going to be patient. You can't. And, you know, a lot of cheap bids, uh, one, two, three dollar pickups, um, stream pitching, you know, two start weeks. It, so, it was an auction? No, it's a draft, 12 teams, 30 oh, rounds, okay. the on, right. online championship. But I'm saying as far as the pickups, like, you know, you the fab is uh, the prices are way different than 15 team leagues. So you mm -hmm. can just turn the back end of your roster. And that's what I did last year. I mean, um, did a lot of pickups and uh, actually remember when Eloy was out for the year and they said he's coming back. I spent big on him uh, to make a push for the second half. Uh, I think I actually overspent. Uh, that's the other thing too. transitioning from the 15 team fab to 12 is is challenging, but you just got to go a little bit. You got to go cheaper in the 12 team leagues most of the time, especially for the, you know, the la final few spots on the roster. That's the article that needs to be written, right? Outlining your, your fab tendencies in, in a, in a 10 team versus a 12 team versus a 15. Um, I mean, again, I, I've always written a fab article for every sport. It's to me, it's the most difficult thing to explain in fantasy because every league is different. Yeah. You know, like, it the article is like you know again i've said it like someone could come to you and go hey Howard, how much should i spend on this guy you go out oh, 10 to 15 percent adam what do you think uh 12 to 17 percent uh fancy what do you think uh you know 11 to 15 percent so we're all in the same range so the guy goes all right you know they all said the same thing i'll go 14 percent and then in one league the winner goes 22 percent and then someone else we give the same advice to in the other league he goes eight percent so it's just so you really have to read the room early in the season, look and see how aggressive teams are. Always look at how much people have left. It's especially critical in the middle to late season. I always look at that. All right, who has money? Who does it? Um, also, you know, if you're, I mean, pitching's tough because everyone needs pitching. Let's say like there's a first baseman that's like the standout of the week. You know, I'd go to the roster and go, is there anyone else who really needs a first baseman badly? You know, so you got to do little things like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you have a big free agent in a 15-team league, they're going to go higher because the supply is less on the waiver wire in a 15-team league, whereas in a 10 or 12, there's always going to be good players available. I mean, there really is. I mean, there were times, though, in labor, I was in a 12-team last year, and I'm like, damn, why is there no one available? Like, is this is a 12-team league with 20, I think, eight roster spots? And I guess in that format, too, there's unlimited ILs. So, you know, if you have every other roster, if a lot of people have four guys in the IL, that's going to dilute the, the pool even more. So right. did you start putting in bids for labor yet for Fab? Uh, not yet. OK, because you know how usually there's uh, an injured player tab. I don't see it on RT Sports. 
Um, yeah, you gotta talk to uh, you gotta talk to the Grand Poobah, Steve Gardner, um, and say that you know. I, I mean, I think I, I think what happens is doesn't he is he gonna send out a list of all the players expected to be on the IL who aren't haven't been put on the IL? I so don't they can know. Force the move. Okay, but usually isn't there? I remember going to team last year, and it was, there was a slot for injured players. A tab you go to injured players. Oh, oh, I don't oh, see oh, it. the format. Yeah, they changed the right? format. Yeah, like, uh, like the on the screen they uh, yeah they updated it. Like I used to, yeah, because last year I kept going back to the classic view mm-hmm. of the roster page because it did because it listed your IL guys. Right. That was a, on their team. I believe it said injured players. You click on that. And then if mm-hmm. someone was injured, you could put them in the slot. I don't see it. So like, I'm like, I have Josh Rojas. who obviously that's the other factor too. You know, he hasn't officially been placed in the IL, but we know he's going on it. And it's like, we only have five reserves in this. So like, if it doesn't change, like I might just cut him because I, I need to get some pickups. I mean, this was a month ago. I didn't even look yet to see who's available, but He's my really one big injury. I might cut Joe Barlow, too, because it doesn't look like he's closing. So I don't have time to waste with that shit. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, uh, OK. So hopefully he does send an email, man, because if you go to um, if you mm-hmm. go to the, the team tab on RT right. Sports, mm-hmm. the third one down is disabled list. Mine's not on there. That's what I'm saying. It says lineup, drop players, waiver wire. There's no injured players. You oh. see it? Oh, yeah, I see it. What the fuck? Let me go. Should I try in a different browser? I don't know if that'll work, but that's it was bugging me. And I'm like, wait, I know this was there last year. Why is it not here? Why would it be removed? Unbelievable, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I got some maneuvering to do in the uh, in the fab bidding. Jeez Louise, do I have some maneuvering to do? <laughs> that's the worst part when you like did a draft like a month ago three weeks ago and you're like yeah it's not in on this browser either that is crazy why uh, is that and you have it hmm. yeah i've got it where else could it be info no lineup drop player uh, this is weird no, it would be under the team tab you just uh, i guess you're gonna have to write to your commission say i don't see the ability to put my guys on the disabled list. Man, they're really trying to hamstring here, huh? They really don't want me to win that bad that they're taking away. Uh, <laughs> just, from just from yours, right? I know, man. What the hell? <laughs> Those sons of bitches. And there's not even when you do the waivers, it's only a drop. It's not like place this guy on IL either. I mean, is it because I don't have anyone on the IL? But wouldn't that function still be there? And you just, I don't know. That function would still be there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Uh, if I want to make a claim, let's see. I'll just put I'll just put my the my my remaining fifty dollars on Matt Olson. And let's see. No drop or yeah. Either a no drop or drop a guy doesn't allow you to. Yeah. So I guess it's not here. You you're think doing it. Is they didn't set it up yet? Uh, I mean, it's set up fine for me. Again, okay. I can gonna... I can make this bid. I don't you know, I don't need to put a guy on the I.L. I got two empty roster spots now. You I know? don't need to drop anybody here because I got two guys who are currently on the I.L. 
Oh, okay. So you already put them in the aisle spot. Well, Steve did it for me, actually. He's a really, oh, really? nice guy. Wow. Well, you yeah. guys get the royal treatment in the AL NL only leagues. So mix, I guess so, man. Mix right. option gets nothing. Dylan Floro and Josh Rojas both forced onto the IL by Steve for me. Okay. Well, I will have to contact him and say, hey, uh, Rojas, IL for me, please. <laughs> Help a brother out. Um, all right. Well, so as we uh, as as we wrap up, because but but while people are listening to us right now, this is it. Opening day is tomorrow. This is the last day. Waiver wires are are happening. So wanted to uh, wanted to just go over a couple of players who might be flying under the radar, Adam, uh, for people who uh, who are, who are needing needing to pick guys up. So um, we'll pay a couple of bills. Listen to this delicious commercial break. And when we come back, Ab and I give you our waiver claims when we return. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Ronis, whether you got to hit the waiver wire or not, listen, people need to know. We got an article at Fantasy Alarm from uh, from from Ray Kuhn already with uh, with with waiver claims and talking about C.J. Abrams. Uh, as a possibility, there's a lot of names out there uh, right now who are flying under the radar. I'm curious as to uh, some of your favorites. Yeah, I'd say Jeremy Pena's one. Um, mm -hmm. he, he probably was not drafted. I mean, I did take him in TGFBI. Uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I was just, I took him in some draft champions leagues. Those are obviously 50 rounds different, but there were times I was headed. I'm like hesitant because I'm like, oh, what if Carlos Correa comes back? Then it's nothing. But um, you know, he's going to play every day for the Astros. So that's a big deal. You can plug him in the middle infield spot. Um, Bryson Stott, he's making the Phillies. So, you know, he can give you a little pop, a little speed. Uh, he's probably out there. Uh, Josh Lowe, who looks like he's going to make the Rays roster after this trade. Although he went in the 12th round of my draft last night. I could not believe it. 12 team league, 12th round for Josh Lowe. Like what? I told my friend, I'm like, oh, we're going to get him late. You know, I put a little note. I raised him up my rankings on Fantasy Alarm as part of the draft kit. I put a little note, you know, because I was looking at recent ADPs. And I was like, 12th round. Okay, buddy. Take him. Have fun. Um, so, but that guy is probably out there in a lot of leagues. Uh, Steven Kwan uh, made the Indians roster. Not, not a big power guy, but some speed. Um, Matt Brash is probably out on the waiver wire. He is absolutely received major helium over the last week or two. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to spend for him. Uh, Tyler McGill. Um, he might not have been drafted in some leagues for the Mets. He actually might start opening day now, but you know, Mets got the Grom issue. Scherzer's pushed back to Friday. Taiwan Walker said his uh, surgically repaired knee was bothering him in his start today. So he's going to get time. Hunter green, which we've talked about uh, Nick Lodolo. Um, uh, Mitch Keller, I know he wasn't great in his last spring start, but his velocity has risen. So he's something to take a look at. Zach Eflin, he was behind schedule and people were not drafting him. Uh, and because uh, I remember in Tout Wars, we have the unlimited IL. So I was like, all right, round 27, 28, I'm going to take Eflin and put him on the IL to start the year. He looks like he's good to go. And I think they got, do they have no Pirates this weekend? If I'm not mistaken, the Phillies? I think uh, the A's, the A's, they yeah, have no, a, the Pirates are taking on the Braves, I think. OK, yeah, I think the A's and Phillies, they have a light hitting lineup. So Eflin could get that start this weekend. Um, 
Nick Martina is something to look at with the Padres if he makes the rotation. Um, he's had a good spring. You know, I wouldn't pick him up in everything. Keep an eye on this. Merrill Kelly has had a fucking amazing spring. He's allowed one hit, walk none, strikeouts. Now, I know it's a bad team, but just keep an eye on him. Um, I would consider him in, in deeper formats. Uh, maybe Anthony Bender. Maybe he wasn't drafted. Robert Suarez might not have been drafted. David Robertson, who I did pick up at TGFBI for $1. Um, so those are some names that come to mind. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing someone because there's a lot. There, there really are a lot. Now, you know, listen, Anthony Bender, I think, is a, is a good choice here also. I like that. I do worry, though, that um, there has actually been some talk that Cole Sulcer, who they did bring over from Baltimore, could end up uh, in that saves mix as well because Mattingly, you know, he's used to Bender and, uh, and Bass in their, uh, in their setup roles. And uh, and might end up, uh, you know, utilizing Sulcer in that uh, in that closers role. Um, I, I didn't drop him. I, you know, I did uh, some TGFBI uh, roster, you know, moves over the weekend and I held Sulcer just for uh, for that. I mean, you know, you 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 and you and I have the same Marlin source. So, yes, <laughs> you know, it's, it's glad you told me that because I got fab in my home week tomorrow. I have Sulcer and Bender. <laughs> So I guess I'm gonna have to hold for and see how it pans out. Oh, that yeah. sucks. But um, because that's a team that's the, gonna the, generate, the, the, they're gonna get saved, man. They're not a bad team. Oh, CJ. Well, you mentioned it's CJ Abrams, but man, he went in my TGFBI for 128. Man, that's a lot. It is, man. I mean, look, they right now it looks like he's making the team. He actually played right field today. So kind of a new position there, which is a little bit of a concern. But, yeah, he's available in my tally. I know he's going to go for a lot. And I do have Tatis. But, um, you know, he's out there. Uh, yeah, a lot of the – oh, eh, deeper format. Kevin Smith from the A's. He's going to get mm-hmm. some playing time. Jake Fraley. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we – oh, I – I'm, I'm interested to see how this works out. But David Peralta has changed his swing, and he's hitting for power this spring. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, whoa, because he's never been a power guy, but he changed his swing, and he's been hitting for power. Brad Miller's kind of interesting. He could lead off. He's got multiple position eligibility. Um, I picked this guy up. Uh, I mean, these guys, I mean, so these last couple of guys that you're talking about, these are, these are like, these are 15-teamer guys. These yeah. are, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah, I, think I would think mo- – I don't know. Most of our audience probably plays 10 or 12, right? I would think that 10 or 12 is probably where most of our audience lives. Okay. I think we do have a, a small hardcore contingent that do play in 15 teams. But, yeah, I'd probably say 10 and 12 is mostly. So, yeah. Let, I me, mean, throw, let me throw a name that you haven't mentioned yet. Okay. Because I'm kind of curious. Because he is he is the number one hitter in, in Major League Baseball right now in spring training. What? Byron Buxton. He homered again today. Fuck Byron Buxton. Dude, fucking Bowden brought him up today. Bowden in his in his bold predictions on the athletic um was that Byron Buxton would play 140 games this year. I hope it happens. Yeah, well. <laughs> in any event. No, man, I'm talking about six home runs. He's hitting over 400. Look, good strong 430 something OBP. I'm talking about the man who was originally in the shadow of O'Neill Cruz. And yet oh, now Castillo? he's the guy who's going to be starting. I'm talking about Diego Castillo, not the reliever. Yeah, I think he's very the next deep Chris league. Shelton. 
Could be, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really more very deep formats, more NL only, I would think. Um, I'm trying to – did he – did he get drafted in my main event? I don't remember if he did. He probably did it, but I think he's someone just a more NL only kind of keep your eye on. He's going to start at third, right? While Cabrian Hayes works his way back. And then they so there's say, a chance that Hayes is going to be ready for opening day. There is a chance there, but okay. if he isn't, then they're going to start him there. But when Hayes is good to go, um, they'll look at Castillo as a uh, a possibility at uh, at short, pushing Kevin Newman to the side, which would not be great for me in AL labor, be- NL labor, because I've got. Oh, no, look! Now I'm seeing that they're they're gonna just they're gonna move him over to second. That they're gonna leave Newman at short. Right. All right, Diego Castillo at second base. I'll take it. A little third base eligibility. Second base shortstop. Are you added them in um your NL team? No, not yet. Oh, okay. But I gotta get at bats, dude. I yeah. gotta get at bats. It's right very now. important I... in those mono leagues, man. Yeah. Very, very important. So I'm gonna have to make some uh some adjustments, some uh some yeah. This this team is this team is gonna be bad. I'm gonna have to fix this team by trading. I'm gonna end up having to fix this team by trading like Trey Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it might get to a point where you have to, and it'll bring a lot back. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm hoping for is that somebody's looking, somebody's got that depth. Like, that's the thing, though. You also, I need a team that's got depth. Right. And again, something that's so fucking difficult to come up with in a mono league. Oh, yeah. No one has depth. Right. So, I mean, really, what kind of like trading Trey Turner, like, you know, where you know what what is that going to get me am i getting a three for one in a mono league that's tough yeah it's probably gonna have to be three for three four for four with a couple of you know crap players going the other way yeah well that's kind of what i figured i just don't know if somebody's got the 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 depth to compete to turn around and be like yeah i can just part with these three guys for at least what it's going to get me to trade them turner We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm on the edge of my seat. So, all right. So you're not. What? I said I see that. You're not in on uh, on on Diego Castillo, the uh, the the hitter. Um, what about? I'll throw a couple of names your way. Isaiah Kiner Falefa, Carlos Carrasco. Yeah. Carrasco. Jesus Lazardo. Oh, do, well. See, I drafted Lazardo in a lot of leagues, so yeah, I'm in on him. I. I took him in tout. I took him in labor, which is 12 teams, only 28 roster spots. I took him in the reserve round. So this was before the spring. Um, Obviously, the spring has elevated him uh, because his velocity is up. So, yeah, I was on Lazardo before. Actually, I I have a lot of Lazardo, man. Shit. And I'll tell you, his price has gone up in the NFBC. Holy shit, has he risen. So, um, did I get him yesterday? I felt like I no. Someone probably beat me to it. Is that uh, you, yeah. or you? You're the one driving up the price. People are watching you take no, him everywhere. I don't and- think so. But he actually, yeah, I think. Oh, I was gonna take him, and I, I was like, oh, a guy in the turn, he probably ain't gonna take him. He took him. He took him round to start round twenty. So I was gonna 
take him. And then he went and I was like, uh, all right, I guess I'll go with a bat here. And then a bunch of pitchers I wanted went afterwards. I was like, maybe I should have went with another arm. But um, Randall Grechuk in round 20, man, you know, I was like, that's 25, 30 home runs probably. So mm-hmm. let me take that there. And uh, then a couple pitches I wanted went. But, hey, 12-team league, there's always going to be guys on waivers. <coughs> there's always going to be guys on waivers. All right. Well, so some uh, any is out of, out of all the names that you uh, that you threw out there, who's who's like your biggest break the bank guy? Like who's going to be the one that everybody just overpays for? Brash and Abrams, probably. Brash and Abrams, because uh, Julio Rodriguez was drafted in most leagues, right? I mean, I can't see him being a free agent and. Many leagues. Uh, if he is, he's going to be the one breaking the bank. Um, yeah, I think Brash definitely. Wow, I'm looking in in my TGFBI. He went for 93, and a team tied at 93. <laughs> so two teams went. <laughs> Dude, how weird is that? Sometimes when you sit there, you deal with the blind bids, and you come up with it. Oh, I can't believe three guys all bid 67 dollars on them. Right. It's insane. But again, we've talked about this. Look at these winning bids. 128, 101, 93, 78, 75. The guy went, this was, okay, if Tucker Barnhart has a great year, you can all shit on me. This guy went $75 on Tucker Barnhart. The runner-up was three. I mean, you talk about not knowing the fucking market. Yeah, Um, that hurts. 33, 31, 28, 23. So you see my point, except for the one guy who went 75. You're not you're not bidding 55, 60. You got to come up with a different number um, because most of the time it's it, you know, it's not going to work that way. And even the runner ups, you can see. So this league is definitely pretty smart when it comes to that. 28, 53, 93, 68. Yeah. You know, I, I see so many people. 75, 110. You're not going to get it. You put 110. Someone's <laughs> going 112. Right. I always hate that, too, because, you know, I'll sit there and I'll be like, yeah, I put 62 on him. But all of a sudden, 62 turns into 66, 67. You're worried, a little nervous. Yeah, the last minute tinkering, too. Like, I think I had Eflin in the high 30, 30s, low 40. I'm like, yeah, it's a little twine. Let me go a little down. I went 33, runner up was 27. <laughs> Tinker time is the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. It is. It is. You go and you're like, oh, what do I do? Do I want them? You know, the thing is too. tout runs first. So like you can look at the tout bids, but they're not really. I don't know how much it helps for like NFBC. Plus, it's OBP for tout. Um, and I feel like the bids are a little bit more conservative in tout most of the time. But, you know, at least it gives me an idea because that one runs first and then NFBC's at 10. And then labor is at midnight. So at least you have a frame of reference, but you don't want to look at it too closely because it's it's really different. I am uh, I'm dying to see how labor NL goes like dying to see what happens, because, I mean, the, the guys who are avail- like, you know, the, the guys who are available in that auction, right, like everybody just like went hog wild so the three teams that didn't get anybody right are they gonna are they gonna do the same thing for matt olson are they gonna do the same thing for uh randall gritchick 
right? Are they going to go in on uh, on some of these uh, these other kids, these uh, these youngsters? You know, I, I don't even think Diego Castillo is in the system here on uh, on RT because I don't he didn't get drafted anywhere, and and I don't see him anywhere in the uh, in the in the list. Mm, got him might have to message. I'm definitely gonna have to message, which is always great. I love doing that. Hey, this guy's not on the on the roster. Where is he? And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, then the commissioner's like, oh, okay, sure, I'll, I'll fix that. And then sends an email yeah, to everybody. Totally. Just hey, so just so you, you know, know, Diego Castillo has been added to the player pool. That's wrong. <laughs> you should get rewarded and like not say it. they shouldn't say anything. It's like, hey, I discovered this. Let someone else tell you if they don't. Too bad. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that I guess, you know, while I'm sure he's I'm sure he's he's just not listed there because when you go to RT, they I got, see him. I see him. He's there. Where is he? He's listed as a third baseman. Diego Castillo, Pittsburgh. Third base. I don't see him. I see him in my mixed league. He's there, though. So, wait. I see him in mind. You don't. You have the injured players to have. I don't. Something's going on, bro. Yeah, I don't know, it's, dude. I don't know what you got. What what setting are you looking at when you're looking for players? I went to waiver wire, utility, and typed in his name. Oh, uh, all right. I was looking at, like, the, the top players list. So, is that what I got to do? Waiver wire, make a claim. Mm-hmm. Third base, type it in, Castillo. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, usually I sort by at-bats during the season, but obviously first week is tough um, to do that because there's there's Because these are all last year's numbers. None of these are are projections. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Ah. Well, Adam, I wish you nothing but the best of luck in all your waiver claims this week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We do it Wednesday, and then we get another one Sunday night. Oh, I just had one on Sunday night. Yeah, the only one I had was TGFBI. Um, I have my home league, tout, and labor Wednesday, and then obviously everything back to Sunday. Yep, that's, uh, that's the way of the world. That's what I got going on as well. Um, all right, well, there we go. We're going we're gonna to let Adam... Uh, go out to dinner. Adam's got to get some, uh, some bourbon steak with no onions on it. Uh, for it, you going to Applebee's, right? No, I don't like Applebee's. <laughs> How could you not like Applebee's? It's Trap. looking good in the neighborhood. No, we saw enough of those ads. What was it? I don't know. Was it the college tournament? There was a ton of Applebee ads. God damn. Kevin Porter passed the fucking ball. Oh, every shit. Shot. there it is. The NBA sweats in a, in a day where nobody's playing. Everybody's sitting again. Gearing up for the playoffs. End of the regular season for the NBA is this week, right? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday is the last day. All right. Well, there you go. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to Adam not having to do his NBA content so we can pile on the MLB work. There's still content to be done for NBA. 
I can't hear you. Yeah. We must have a bad connection. <laughs> That's going to do it for us, folks. Big thank you to all of you for listening, liking, and subscribing. Uh, good luck to you and all your waiver claims. And uh, Ab and I will be back tomorrow um, for some uh, delicious, wonderful opening day. Uh, I don't know. How about some stories? How about some opening day story? Adam, how many opening days have you actually been to? Countless? Quite a few. A lot. Because I used to go. I would make it a point to go to every Mets home opener. But that has changed over the years. All right. Well, then I'll tell you what. That's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, we're going to uh, regale you guys with stories of uh, past opening days for us uh, and how much we uh, we love them. When, when did Howard fall in love with baseball? That's an opening day story. I'm going to uh, clue you guys all in on that. So that's going to do it for us, though. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.